Hello and welcome to a new episode of Latinidad in the Lou. I'm your host Miguel Rincan and with me today I have Jason Fraser. He's the CEO of Minds Eye and we'll be talking with you in just a minute. But before we start, I just want to remind all of you guys to follow us in all of our social media accounts, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. We're anywhere and everywhere at the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce of Metropolitan St. Louis. If you want to follow the podcast, if you want to follow the Camera and Vivo show that we do in Spanish, if you want to know about every event that we have, just give us, give us a follow and you'll be able to see everything we do there. But going into the episode, uh, hi, Jason. How are you? Hey, good, Miguel. appreciate you having me on today. Yeah, no, no worries. It's, uh, we've been wanting to have you for quite some time. We had that meeting a couple of months ago and yeah. we talked and I thought you would have been a great, a, great, uh, a great guest. So for people who don't know, just tell us a little bit about yourself and your business. Uh, a little bit about me, I'm so, I think the always important thing that people around in the St. Louis area is where you grew up, where you go to high school, so I <laughs> yeah. guess I can get there. Um, I actually grew up in this area, born and raised. I grew up on the Illinois side of the river, in okay. Tokyo, Illinois. Um, I went to Jabot High School in Waterloo, so um, for those people who are going to ask that question next. <laughs> um, but just growing up around here and um, kind of a little about me, and it would be important for kind of the business of, when we talk about mind's eye. Um, in my household, um, I was raised by my mom. Um, my grandmother also lived there. My grandmother was visually impaired. Um, okay. So until she passed away from the moment I was born, she had lost her vision to uh, diabetic retinopathy. Um, so she's never seen a clear, she had never seen a clear picture of me. But as a kid, I remember like talking to her about game shows. I always talk about like the price is right. I used to talk to her about like, hey, Bob Barker's doing this. <laughs> Little did I know I would use that trait to use those skills of audio describing the price is right later on in life. Um, but when I originally graduated from SIUE, um, my goal was to get into sports media. Okay. Um, so I started at Mind's Eye and I started at 101 ESPN at the same time, same week, uh, part time for both. Okay. So eventually. You know, I remember one of my professors saying, sports, when you get into sports media, it is a job. And, you know, it's different when you're just talking to your buddies as a hobby and kind of waiting box scores and what your opinions are. Um, so when I started at Minds, I started finding that work a little bit more rewarding because okay. you're actually helping people from day to day. Mm -hmm. And it also gave me time to reflect on my grandmother, too. So I treated everybody that we were helping at the time as someone like my grandmother. Okay. So... Would you say that a, a big reason why you why you started working there and like you know get to the top now is it because of your grandma? I would say I mean I would give a huge contribution contribution mm -hmm. that the reason I started working there because um, when I first discovered Minds Eye it was a job that was on Craigslist I put in the application of course coming if you're a mass comm student most people who did mass comm you know when you get out of college you're trying to hustle and look for mm -hmm. a job look for somewhere to stay in your market before you have to go to somewhere in remote minnesota <laughs> <laughs> or you know north dakota to work so uh yeah just looking for a job and i found mind's eye and i didn't know a lot about what they did mm -hmm. um the other key part about mind's eye too for me that was different is i also as i talked about going to Chabot high school mm -hmm. um Chabot is a catholic high school mind's eye was founded by an oblate priest so we sit in the grounds of the Our Lady of the Snows in Belleville, which is a huge Catholic ground. Okay. So I went to many retreats, all these things with Mind's Eye. I grew up six minutes from the location. Never knew Mind's Eye existed until I walked in the door. So, you know, one of the things that really stuck out to me, even in my role of part-time board operator, was 
I wanted to make sure people like my family who had someone who was visually impaired in their family knew about Mind's Eye. Mm-hmm. So I took a lot to the marketing side and kind of getting that word of mouth out about the services right away. So. Okay. Okay. And uh, like we just, we've been talking about Mind's Eye a little bit. Uh, for our listeners and our viewers that don't know what Mind's Eye is, can you just tell us a little about the company? Sure. <laughs> uh, Mind's Eye is an audio service that translates the vision to audio for blind and visually impaired listeners and clients in the St. Louis metro community, and even kind of a little more expansive now. Um, we do that through three programs. Um, the one we've been doing for almost all 50 years of our existence now is the radio reading service, where we read okay. newspapers, magazines, books. Uh, we also do audio description, and we also do beat baseball. Okay. And uh, is that the broadcast? Because I was looking through your through your website. Is that the broadcast information program yes. that you're talking about? So. Do you, is it a radio station that goes every day or, or, or how, how, how does that work? So it's set like, so we're, the radio station is 24-7. Oh, it's 24-7, okay. 24-7. So we air, instead of, you know, when you hear radio station, most people think of like talk radio mm-hmm, or they mm-hmm. think of, you know, something that's playing music. So on our radio platform, we actually air like periodicals, newspapers, books, uh, grocery store ads. So we air... You know, the St. Louis Post-Dispatch, we are the Wall Street Journal. We have volunteers that actually read these programs, mm-hmm. about 57 minutes in length, but they'll read straight from the periodical or the publication or the printed material. Um, but even like when I talk about grocery store ads, think about it for our existence. We can go, we're both sided. We can walk into a store and we can see what's 10 for 10. We can see what's, you know, on sale, those yellow sale stickers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we can make those decisions as a shopper to be smart and save some money. So everybody deserves that, and it's kind of financial literacy, too. You yeah. deserve that opportunity. So we, we make sure that we read the grocery store ads for people, also department store ads, even Black Friday ads. When it's time to <laughs> really? Christmas shopping, we read the, all the Black Friday ads, yeah. too, as well. Yeah. So, um, and we also read a lot of programs that cover magazines that feature hobbies, like The Outdoorsman. Or if you're talking about home and gardens and, you know, health and fitness shows. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. any magazine that has those, we read it all the way to the Rolling Stone and National Enquirer if you need it. So even if you want your gossip, you can, <laughs> you even, you can even find that there. <laughs> you can find that there, too. <laughs> no, that's that's great because I a lot of people that are not visually impaired, um, it's, it's hard for them to, like, to like even think about that, you know, because mm-hmm. like you just said, you go into a supermarket and you immediately you just look at you just look at everything. You don't even think about like people that actually can't see this. They don't know about these deals. They don't know about they can they can be saving a lot of money that they're not because they are not aware of of sales or yeah. and and I mean in general, just the fact that you guys are reading a newspaper just yeah. um, it helps it helps people people a lot. And you were just talking about your audio description program. We said that it helped like people with visual uh, disability. They, you, you guys even do sporting events, right? Mm-hmm. How does your partnerships, who are your partners and how, how does that work? So with audio description, um, just a little bit too, I wanna, cause some people may not realize even what audio description is, cause it's still relatively new. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you know, my people remember, think about ASL, you know, American Sign Language when they go to an event. Um, I best like to describe audio description as that part of like whenever you have uh, the best example I like to give is the Lion King. So I, I have kids, so this is why it's always the best example because I think of it right away. Yeah. Uh, you watch the Lion King, you have uh, Simba being born on Pride Rock, and they're holding Simba up. There's all the, uh, the animals are coming out. Uh, Rafiki's up there holding them up. You have all this music, this great music by, I think it's the Circle of Life by Elton John during that first 10 minute scene. 
that's 10 minutes of just uh, no dialogue. Yeah. Just pictures and music. So someone who's blind or visually impaired is watching that scene, you've missed a lot of what just happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So think about that if you go to the Muni and you go see a show there and it has a lot of visual elements or you go to the Fox or you go to a Cardinal game. Besides just having that that play by play of like what's going on in the field, part of the experience of being at that game is the kiss cam, Fred Bird going around doing goofy <laughs> things that you're seeing, yeah. the hat dance. We describe all those elements at those games. Okay. Um, so we partner with right now, you know, just looking at how that program's grown. We started doing that in 2016, and our goal was to do probably an average of we wanted to do like. 12 event, event a month that okay. was our goal 12 mm-hmm. events like if we do 12 events uh, you know in this whole calendar year we're golden um, now we've expanded to so many partners and so for example in June we did 29 audio description events alone just in the month of June and that ranged from events from Opera Theater to the Muni to Cardinals Games to New Jewish Theater um, theaters big small Illinois side Missouri side even we're actually doing events that are further away like we just did the air show in Chicago um, just a couple weeks ago we did French Festival so if you name it we're usually already describing there as well okay um, even virtual opportunities from you know places here in St. Louis or even places that are out in Philadelphia we actually help out with some virtual audio description opportunities as well okay and how does how does somebody like if I if 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 I would if I am would be visually impaired and I'm going to a Cardinals game and you guys are doing that, how can I contact you guys or be like I I need I need a translation? How does or an audio description? How does that work? Typically, how can they reach out to you? Typically, we put out a calendar of events on our website, mindsradio.org/ad, and you can go and see all the events and you can see what we're doing. You can go down there, scroll down, and you click to say it's an event you're interested in. You have to buy tickets through the the North, who's ever selling whether it's the Cardinals, whether yeah. it's the Fox. But once you buy your tickets, you go on our website and you reserve a headset. So that way we can make sure we have the headset ready for you. We do have people that walk up to as well, but we prefer people can reserve in advance so yeah. we can make sure. And we even ask them to help put like their ticket information out so that way we can find them because sometimes you're getting to a show, you're getting there late. You know, yeah. we're all, we've all been yeah. we try yeah. to rush into a Cardinals game, and get to your seat. You want to get to your seat, so we can maybe try to look for you and help out that instance. But also, we give a lot of information how people can pick up their headsets and information about orientation of the venue, mm-hmm. of how you can get from Metrolink to that venue, how you know if which gates you should go into the best get your pick up your headset and device. So, okay. we, if you reserve in advance, we give you a lot of information to make that trip pretty easy for you. That's that's great. Is there a, is there is there a cost to to Getting one of those headsets and, and listening to your audio description? No, there's not a cost for any of our services. Okay. Even you know the radio service um, or the audio description service, you can basically it's free of charge. Um, basically, if you want to listen to the radio the radio service, all you do is send an application. Mm-hmm. Even nowadays, you know we want to know who our listeners are, but we also don't want to create that barrier for access. We have an app, so someone can just download the Mind's Eye app on their iOS phone. They can have that, and they can listen to Minds. I start listening to programs immediately. Okay. Or they can go to, you know, download, or if they have an Amazon device, say, hey, Alexa, play Minds. I. We are on there, too. But okay. For audio description, just reserve a headset, show up. Uh, we have little small headphones for you, but if you have headphones that can plug into your device, 
will go ahead and pat you know you can bring those in too and it plugs mm-hmm. right into any standard pair of headphones works for the device okay that's 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 great i mean uh do you know like what's like the average amount of people you get per event i don't know if it varies per sporting event or or theater or it varies. I mean, we can view it all the way down from one to sometimes we had a group of like 28 in the Cardinal mm-hmm. suite okay. um, for audio description. Um, so it varies. And we don't, and with that, that really affects like which opportunities we take. Mm-hmm. We use, if someone reaches out to us, any venue says, hey, I'm trying to make my venue more accessible, mm-hmm. we're going to show up. I got you. you. Know, we're going to yeah. show up and help out. If it's one patron who said, hey, I want to go to this show at a random theater, we may not even describe it. We're going to try to be out there to help our certain event. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's it just really depends. Sometimes like, it can be one, but I think our max usually is around like 28, 30, because mm-hmm. that's okay. how many headsets we have. Okay, okay. That's that's great. Um, So when you – when you um, let, let's talk about the B-Ball program. What is that? So B-Ball is always interesting for people who played sports. Like I played baseball. Played slope, I played slope softball more than I probably played baseball <laughs> growing up. I always wanted to play baseball. But that hand-eye coordination was never there. <laughs> um, so uh, for most times when you think of baseball, what are the first things you hear? Like when the, like the golden rules of baseball when they tell you you're playing is see the ball, hit the ball, yeah. look the ball into your glove, do all these things that are visual parts of baseball. Um, beat baseball is a game that's a game of a variation of baseball that's adapted for blind or visually impaired players. Okay. So the pitcher is actually on the batting team. So if your pitcher has a high strikeout rate, he is not doing his job in <laughs> baseball. So he's trying to get you to make contact. So he's basically saying set, ready, pitch. Oh, and you want to okay. kind of sync you up. Your batter wants to sync up with that pitcher to put the ball in play. The batter's important job is to have a consistent swing. It's to basically, if you're going to swing, you get four strikes and beat baseball, swing the same way all four times. Don't change if you're the batter. Um, it's up to your pitcher to make those modifications. Okay. okay. So once you put the ball into play, there's a base on the first base side. There's a base on the third base side. Um, that first base, the, and there's a base operator, someone who's manually controlling those bases. So these bases are basically like tall tackling dummies, like but they're made out of foam. So the base operator can either hit first or third. Once you hit the ball. You gotta take off to first or third, whichever base is buzzing. Okay. And the objects is get there before the fielders who are also blindfolded can just pick up the ball and show they have possession. So you get to the base first, it's a run scored. They hold up that ball before you get there, it's an out. So, okay. So just a little bit about yeah, it's a most people, especially when they first see it, it's 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 a very it's a very visual, like for it's a sport that for people who are excited to take a lot of. It's a visual sport for them to understand, but it's a sport that you don't you need vision for. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that makes sense. No, yeah, it's uh, is that is that something that you guys came up with, or is has it been around and you guys like use it as well, or? It's been around. The game is about fifty years old. Oh, okay. So I just never heard of it before. That's why I, I had never heard of it. You know, <laughs> you know, we talked about this. I was, a, you know, I'm a sports guy. I came into when I was, you know, sports was all I talked about. And when I first got to Mind's Eye, one of the first things they were getting up for at that time was, "Hey, we're getting ready for our beat baseball tournament." Okay. Okay. And it was a fundraising event. So it was a once a year fundraising event mm-hmm. that the organization did just to kind of bring awareness to the people that we serve, but also. Uh, raise funds, but also provide an experience because be, this is a baseball town. Mm-hmm. You know, we have a lot of great sports teams. I'm a, I'm a huge Blues fan. 
already a huge STLSC fan already before they even started. They haven't even started yet. Yeah. yeah, and you know, even when you're thinking about that, but this this is a baseball rich community, mm-hmm. so yeah. it helps people tie back into community by being a part of beat baseball too. Yeah. So that fundraiser, that awareness event, um, has now expanded to um, two times a year. We do a beat ball fundraising event, okay. awareness event. We also do demos at schools, workplaces about disability awareness. But we also have a traveling team that competes in the Beatball World Series oh, okay. called the Gateway Archers um, that represent um, the city very proudly. That's that's great. Is there even a workout about it? I didn't. Um, I didn't know that either. Yeah, that's yeah. that that's really cool. Um, so with your audio descriptions right now, you guys only do it in, in English, right? I'm, I'm, I'm assuming. Yes. Yeah. Is there is there um, is there do you want it, Do you guys want to expand to other languages or? Uh, definitely. I mean, we've done a couple opportunities at a Blues game where we've had <coughs> audio description in Spanish and well, as well. Okay. Um, we're looking at different opportunities. When you look at places, I know Shakespeare Festival has reached out and talked about, you know, doing some audio describing their events in two languages. Um, we definitely want to expand that way. And it's not mm-hmm. even just us here locally. Mm-hmm. Uh, with us being having a pretty good footprint on audio description from a local standpoint and also kind of expanding to that regional and national standpoint. Mm-hmm. We get opportunities that get presented to us about, hey, do you know anyone who can audio describe this event in Spanish? Yeah, yeah. And it's not just us who are looking for Spanish. It's a national thing, too. So yeah. I think as audio description has grown and the awareness has grown about it, Yeah. Um, I think really the awareness started going about audio description in 2016. Now, not only are people looking for it in English, people are going to start looking for it in Spanish, people are going to start looking for it in French, Bosnian, yeah. you you name it, people are going to start looking for audio description services. Yeah, especially um, here in St. Louis that you have so many, so many different like areas of like people from different, from different, uh, from different, from different languages. Like you just mentioned the Bosnian, we have a huge Bosnian community yeah. here, a huge Italian community, huge Hispanic community. Exactly. So yeah, expanding, it's always, It's always great. Um, if you're looking for like, like if somebody's looking at us, uh, watching us, and they are like, they like the idea, they want to volunteer, they want to help out, and they speak Spanish, how how do they reach out to you? How the how can they contact Mindsai? Uh, definitely, we're always looking for volunteers for all these programs. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, all of them take. Um, even we've been trying for a while to expand our avenues for our reading programs too, into reading the Red Latina, into reading other publications online as well um, so if they want to reach out to volunteer just go to mindseyeradio.org and there's a spot that says slash volunteers and they can okay. find a volunteer application and it'll actually give them information on which they'll fill out the program but they can also check which programs they want to volunteer for okay okay and they say hey i'm interested in all three i want to do beatball i want to do audio description i want to do radio reading they can do that or they want to just do one or the other yeah they can sign up that way but we're always looking for volunteers um and try to help us out and expand not only, you know, just our mission and to expand what we're doing, but we also want to expand to other people who could use our services, which we feel like we, mm-hmm. we're, we need to do more of. Yeah. Yeah. Is it the same with donating? Like if somebody wants to donate, do they go to the, to the website and... Yes. MindsIRadio.org slash donate, and they can go in there and donate and help out. And, um, you know, we have a lot of things coming up, big things for us coming up with the 50th anniversary mm-hmm. next year. Yeah. Okay. Um, we're also going to have our soiree and our Our soirees are big gala that we do every year. It'll okay. be in April. It'll be our 50th anniversary gala. And also, oh, that's great. Congrats. You know, oh, yeah. No, we're excited about that. We're super excited about hopefully some big surprises we can pull out for the event. <laughs> uh, some some added flair for the 50. You know you have to go big. Yeah, you have to do something with the 50s. Yeah. You know, get all black and gold and do something, <laughs> do something nice that night. 
Yeah, no, that's that's great. And like, so you guys just rejoined the chamber uh, mm -hmm. not too long ago. So yes, you guys used to be members, but now you guys are mm -hmm. rejoining. Um, what are you trying to get out of uh, like being here? How how can we help you? How can the Hispanic community help Mindsai? I think you know, it's talking about this that that synergy and building. Um, you know, from when I first started at Mind's Eye and even, you know, going to now, one of the things I've always realized is when we talk about our programming mm -hmm. and it being very heavy on like, oh, here's this, you know, we, all our programs in English, mm -hmm. all things we're doing in English, we know that disability doesn't have any, any language barrier. Yeah. So we also know there's people out there who can use our services, do you speak Spanish, do you speak Bosnian, but especially when we join the chamber, we want to make sure we're finding those people and connecting them with the services that we have yeah. and figuring out how we can grow those services to better serve the community. Yeah. No, and it's it's great because like I said, it's uh mine's eye sounds like such a such a great like not 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 only but place to be, but also like place to help out and It's a shame sometimes that a lot of people don't don't know about it because of like we talked about it. You usually if you don't have if you don't if you don't know someone or have a relative or something that has like a visually it's visually impaired, it's kind of hard to get into that world and it's kind of hard to to like learn more about it. But the fact that you guys are here, hopefully our members get to learn more about it. Even people who are visually impaired get to hear this on Spotify and and contact you guys and and be able to attend because obviously. You know, just the fact that you guys are like in a Cardinals game. A lot of people don't go to Cardinals game because, you know, obviously if I can see it, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go. But if you guys are there, that opens like a door for for more more people to attend more events, more sporting events, more anything like that. So I think what you guys are doing is great. Um, do you have anything else that you want to say to our viewers? I mean, you kind of capped it off a little bit there. Just building a more inclusive community. Because mm -hmm. a lot of our programs, we try to build people back to the community. Um, You know, when we talk about, you know, you mentioned the Cardinals games or going to Muni. Those are experiences that make you a part of the community you're in. Uh, playing beat baseball. You yeah. know, if it's, you know, whether it's a sighted player who's putting in a blindfold or a player who has red nineties, pigmentosis, put in a blindfold, they're playing that game together. So it's building the community. Or even if you read online, you read Feast Magazine or Sauce Magazine, and that person's finding about a new restaurant and they're like, oh, man. I want to get out and go to that place because they're finding yeah. about it by listening to the, our Eating in St. Louis program on Mind's Eye. It's getting them back out into the community. So we want to make St. Louis a more inclusive community as much as we can. So, you know, anything we can do to help, please let us know. Um, any feedback, anything you want to do to help volunteer, we're definitely open for. Yeah. We hope to hear from a lot of people. Sounds great. Can you just say your contact information one more time? We'll put it at the bottom of for people that listen to us in Spotify and Apple uh, Podcasts. Sure. No, if you want to reach out to us, it's mindseyeradio.org. Um, you can also, I'll even put on my personal email too as well. It's Frazier. Frazier spelled F-R-A-Z-I-E-R at mindseyeradio.org. Or you can give us a call in our studios at 618-394-6444. Perfect. Um, like like I said, we'll, we'll put it at the bottom too for people to see. But thank you so much for coming uh, coming today here at our studio, Jason. It's been great talking to you. It's been great to learn more about Mind's Eye. I know our members and everybody else who's listening is going to get something positive out of this. So thank you so much for being with us today. You know, I really really appreciate it, Miguel, and I want to thank you in the chamber for inviting us and having us on today. And we look forward to working with you guys more and more here in the near future. Yeah, absolutely. So we have reached the end of Latinidad in the Lou. I'm your host, Miguel Rincan, Jason Frazier, and we'll see you guys in the next one.